Welcome to the Human Experience Podcast. It is a personal transformation podcast, focusing on improving your life, business, and your relationships. Hosted by Eldin Hassa, a mindset coach, relationship coach, author of a self-help book titled, Are We All Fucked?, which is a step-by-step guide to becoming a best version of yourself. Available on Amazon Worldwide, and also on his website, eldinhasser.com. Eldin is also a spiritual teacher, public speaker, workshop and seminar facilitator, and a successful property investor and developer, with passion for transforming lives globally for over 15 years. We have over 2 million downloads of our podcast. As a thank you, get a free copy of Eldin's book on his website, eldinhasser.com. Also, we are hosting a free Peak Mindset Masterclass. Get your free ticket on his website, formulaeq.com, or find the link in this podcast. Hurry, seats are limited. Share this podcast with your friends and family and help our mission to empower humanity. Please remind yourself every day how amazingly awesome you already are. Thank you and welcome your amazing host, Eldin Hassa. Welcome everyone to the Human Experience Podcast. Today, my guest is Ahmed Imam. He's from Australia, Sydney. He's an ambassador, host, presenter, and content creator. He used to be a very successful in sales and real estate globally. And now he's part of the events business called Success Resources. He's an ambassador, also uh, very successful as a speaker. And he creates an amazing content. I would say he's a bit of a, a LinkedIn celebrity, and I call him, <laughs> and I call him um, Jay Shetty of Australia. So, welcome, Ahmed. Could you kindly introduce yourself to our audience? I think that was a that was a lovely introduction. Thank you very much. I don't know if I deserve that, but I, I appreciate it. Um, I am a ambassador, uh, so I'm the ambassador for Success Resources. Uh, Success Resources is one of the largest events promoters in Australia and globally. Uh, We work with some incredible people, um, very inspirational people. So people like uh, Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and Richard Branson and and yes, Jay Shetty as well. (laughs) I am also a host, a presenter, a speaker. I'm a content creator across a few platforms. And I also educate people on how to create compelling content and build influence through their content. That's amazing. And, you know, your content, I can see it's very impactful, very, very motivational and also very charismatic. So how did you get into the content creation and did you have previous training or was it just trial and error? I didn't have previous training. Look, one thing I've had training on previously is uh, speaking and presenting and articulating myself correctly and, and just speaking well. And I've put a lot of time and effort into that skill set. Um, and so that does translate to content creation. But when I started my content creation journey in 2018, um, I put out my first piece of content and it was still very new to me. It's an art form to, to put up a camera or a phone in front of you and then speak authentically as if that camera or phone isn't even there. And that's not something that I did previously. So I also had to teach myself how to do that. But look, when I started my journey in 2018 and put out my first video, it took me one hour to record a 47 second video, right? And that's because I would record, I would watch it back, I would delete it, I would record it, watch it back, delete it. And it's because every time I watched the video, there was something in there that I didn't actually like. It might've been my nose was too big, or maybe the lighting was wrong, or I might've stuttered or stammered a, a certain word. And I was just very hard on myself because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, But I realized after an hour that that's pretty much the best it's going to get. And so I made a decision that, you know, done is better than perfect. I'm going to post this and I'm just going to hope for the best. And I posted it. I didn't get a huge amount of likes or comments, but I got enough to make me feel comfortable with what I was doing. And then I made a commitment to myself. And this is just something that I do with everything. If I start something and I have a certain fear with it, I've, I've more or less conditioned myself to jump straight into it and challenge that fear. And so I decided to put out content on a regular basis. Every single day, 
I would record a piece of content and post a piece of content. And every single day I would get just a little bit better than the day I was previously. So that than the person I was previously. Um, and when you do that for, for the course of 18 months to two years, you do start to build up a bit of a skill set. I mean, it's, it's a muscle. Um, it's like training for anything really. And so my content creation journey has been incredible. I started off obviously from the very beginning with zero followers on LinkedIn and LinkedIn is my preferred platform just because of the opportunity to not only network, but to do business and to build your personal brand because of the large organic reach. When I started off my journey, I went from zero to about 360,000 followers now in about 18 months time. And I owe that to creating consistent content and also engaging consistently on the platform and just trying to be a large part of the community. Because one thing about LinkedIn that a lot of people don't realize, it's a very supportive community. And when you're part of it, as in when you're actually part of it and you're connecting with people and you're engaging with people on a regular basis and showing love on other people's posts and liking and commenting um, and getting involved in campaigns and challenges, that really does help to build your influence and help to build your following. So um, yeah, my content creation journey started off very humbly. I did not intend to be in a position that I am now with a large following and and you know being in a position where I can inspire and motivate a lot of people but I love what I do I'm a very creative person and I just love creating things and now content creation is uh, is another vehicle for me to be able to do that that's amazing and I do understand that you also coach people and you have done events where you have educated people about LinkedIn platform I understand yes. I've been on LinkedIn for about 12 15 years to be honest you know, like most people, I, I would say uh, over 60%, they have LinkedIn account, but they never really use it. And I was one of those people. And I started only using it properly and creating content and getting engaged with you, you know, on other people's posts, probably about 12 months ago. And yeah. I know LinkedIn originally was sort of a platform to post your CV. Yes. And now it's something very different. And I know you have a lot of expertise, what the LinkedIn looks like today and how to use it correctly. Could you tell us more about that, please? Of course. LinkedIn started off as a, as a platform to showcase your online CV. You know, it was predominantly a job seeking platform and it started off in 2002. And to be fair, it almost remained a job seeking platform, maybe until about 2016, 2017. So that's a long time for a social media platform to be positioned a certain way. And so I, I certainly don't blame people like yourself when you say oh, I didn't use the platform correctly. It's only because the platform couldn't really be used correctly up until recently. So about two years ago, maybe about two and a half years ago, LinkedIn introduced LinkedIn video, as in the ability to actually record a video using your phone or a camera and upload it into LinkedIn and be able to do something that you just couldn't do before. And that is showcase yourself, your personal brand, your business, client testimonials, your values, essentially just give people insight into you, which you couldn't do before. What you could do before is really just write a text post, a status update, um, which you know, could give people some brief insight, but they didn't really get a full picture into who this person was. And so personal branding started on LinkedIn as a result of video and being able to create video and have it reach a large number of people organically. So the platform has fundamentally changed from a job seeking platform predominantly to what it is now, which is a content creation platform. You know, we are now seeing the evolution of LinkedIn and the amount of content that's getting created. We're almost turning into a, a Facebook or a, or a YouTube. Um, there are so many incredible content creators on LinkedIn now, very talented content creators that are educating people and providing, you know, like a how-to content, providing tips, um, giving them insights into their businesses, into their products, teaching people things. There's webinars going on. Um, there's a lot of lessons about pain points and, and giving insight into specific industries. None of that really could be done before just with text. Um, and in addition to that, people are now doing things like providing uplifting posts, you know, and entertaining posts. 
you know, that's very difficult to do. And it was very difficult to do in the old LinkedIn days. So it's fundamentally changed into a platform where people are able to showcase themselves and their personal brands and actually build a personal brand from scratch. And that's something that I've actually done. And so I talk about it and I teach people about it because I can speak about it with conviction. You know, I'm someone that went from, like I said, I had no following whatsoever to a large following, a large personal brand. And I'm not just saying this because a large following is a good thing. I could care less about the following, but what I do care about are the opportunities that get presented to you when you're visible, when you're creating content and you're engaging on the platform and you're visible to a lot of people and you're starting to position yourself as an expert in your industry, people are going to reach out to you and opportunities will present themselves. And that is what I'm talking about when I say building your influence on LinkedIn. It's got nothing to do with the number of likes or comments or, or number of followers you have. It's about the opportunities. And the opportunities could be anything from opportunities like this. You know, the opportunity to speak on, on podcasts, do interviews, speaking arrangements, whether they're paid or unpaid, the opportunities to collaborate with people, to have business partnerships, the opportunities to get warm leads and people approaching you, not because you're chasing them, but because they've seen your content or they've seen your presence. They've seen that you have social proof and they get in contact with you because they want to do business with you. And also the ability to close deals a lot easier than you could because you've already positioned yourself as the authority in your space. And so I could not speak highly enough about LinkedIn as a social media platform. Um, look, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all, all the general social media platforms, but I've had the most success from a personal and business standpoint on LinkedIn. It's amazing. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I have been following you for a while. And thank you very much for all the positive, uplifting content. You really inspire so many people. And, and I also do see you engaging in other people's content. And now there are a number of steps that you could recommend to our viewers, to our listeners, that is the correct way to upload content and the correct way to engage in order for them to yeah. have the impact that they desire. I'm not talking about vanity matrix as in building the following because uh, I okay. see a lot of posts about let's grow the network. But then I, I wonder why do you want to grow your network if that's all you, that's the kind of posts you are creating. Yeah. So what is the right way to do it to grow organically on LinkedIn? Yeah, look, the very first thing is have a clear understanding as, you, as what, what you want to achieve on LinkedIn, first of all. Some people are just on LinkedIn to make some short-term transactions, right? Some people are just on LinkedIn to maybe sell their online course, um, and that's all they want to do, and that's fine. Some people are on LinkedIn to actually build a solid long-term brand because they know, you know what can come off that in the long term. Um, so just be very clear on what you're on LinkedIn for because that'll determine your content strategy. Um, but I teach my clients a four-step process for building influence and, and really positioning yourself as an authority on, on LinkedIn. And it requires four steps almost evenly. There isn't really one that's more important than the other, but it's important to do all four. Number one is connecting. Okay, and when I say connecting, I'm not just talking about actually pressing that connect button. That's part of it. Look for your target audience on LinkedIn. It's got incredible search functionality. You can find anything and anybody on LinkedIn. And that's the beauty of it. You know, if you're looking for a specific contact, I guarantee you that they're likely on LinkedIn, especially if it's a business contact and you're able to reach them directly, especially if they're active on the platform. So use the search functionality and connect with people, but don't just connect, send them a personal message and have a conversation with them and connect with them in the sense of building a relationship. That's where the magic happens. I know it can be time consuming and you do this one person at a time, but that one person, if you make a good impression, probably knows 50 or a hundred people in their network, or even if it's 10, you'll find that your influence or word of mouth will increase exponentially around yourself and your brand and your offering and your business. So connecting is a very important part of the process. Um, the next thing is engaging, and we've already spoken about this quite a bit. Engaging is fundamental. 
if I am to tell you the main reason that I've been able to, to grow so much on LinkedIn and get so much engagement on my posts, it's because I have engaged consistently every single day on other people's posts. I've shown the love to other people and I've genuinely engaged with their posts as in I've actually read their posts or I've watched their videos and I've tried to provide some insight that is relevant to what they were discussing to show that I care. So engaging is a very important part of it. I actually spend, even to this day, a good half an hour every single day just scrolling through the newsfeed and engaging, liking and commenting on people's posts. Every single day I try and do that. Now, the next thing is posting. If you want to be visible on LinkedIn, you have to do two things. One is engage. The second thing is to actually post, post content. We're talking about content creation. Um, now, this is a big topic onto itself. And of course, I love talking content creation. It's what I do. And I can talk about this forever. But when we're talking content creation, it's, it can be many things. You know, you can be a content creator or you can be a content curator. You know, a content creator creates their own content. It can be a text post, an article, a blog, a text and an image. It can be a video, it can be an interview, it can be audio. Everything is content. That's what people don't realize. And it's a lot easier than you may think. But content is a very important part of building yourself on the platform and positioning yourself as that, as that authority, especially if you're consistent with your message and you're sticking to your specific niche and your specific expertise, because you'll become known for that expertise and people will reach out to you for that. So we've got connecting, engaging, posting, and the fourth thing is building. When I say building, I'm talking about building a community. You know, show people that you actually care. When people are taking the time to comment on your post to support you, make sure you're showing them that you appreciate that. You know, and that's, that's by whenever you post and people comment on your post, make sure you're responding to their comments and starting a conversation with them. If someone's engaging on your post, they're interested in your subject matter. You know, something compelled them to actually stop and write something to you to show you that they appreciate your video or your post or whatever. So make sure you interact with them and start building a community one person at a time. So connecting, engaging, posting and building is the four step process I recommend. Yeah, that's very good because I think a lot of people need this. And as you say, you build in your community, you build in your tribe. And I guess not everyone will resonate with your posts, with the things, with your content, but you actually only focus on the ones that they do. Because ultimately, you know, when, when you are out there, when you are creating content, especially video content, you present yourself as a vulnerable person, like, you know, inside into your life, your values, your beliefs. And I guess it's not going to resonate with everyone, but then can we talk a little bit, can we dive a little bit into this? What was your experience like and how can one just start in creating video content to work on their mindset on their, cause you know, as you say, perfectionist, but that's also perhaps an underlying belief that I'm not good enough. What if people don't like me? What if people say something that is going to be offensive? So how do you overcome that and then actually take a plunge and start creating video content? I've spoken to hundreds of people about content creation and I've really understood the reason why people either don't create content or the reason that they procrastinate. And the biggest reason by far is a fear of being judged or a fear of being perceived a certain way just because they're putting out a piece of content, you know, and that's actually quite sad. You know, because, because I know the opportunities that can be presented to you when you do put yourself out there. And so the question actually becomes one of confidence and courage, in my opinion. You know, and I like to say confidence is simply having the courage to speak your truth. When you're focusing on your truth, when you're focusing on just spreading a message and everybody has a message, every single person, 
if that's all you're focusing on, you're not going to focus on all that other superficial stuff like, um, what are they going to think of me? You know, what do I look like on video? I hate the way I sound. All of those things that all of us do think about. That, that stuff becomes secondary when you start just focusing on your message. So when I started creating content, I learned a few things. I learned one, um, nobody cares what you look like. Nobody cares what you sound like. But what they do care about is your message. The second thing I learned is I learned that content creation should revolve around your values, your values and your mission. If you are very clear on what your core values are, as in the values that you stand by, that you live by, the values that govern what relationships you build and foster and what decisions you make, if you're very clear on that, then you're going to be able to spread your message a lot easier and it's going to be able to be a lot more consistent. Reason being is every time you put out a piece of content, you ask yourself, is this actually hitting one of my core values? You know, am I being true to myself with this piece of content? Um, is this st st staying in line with my message and my mission? That's a very important part of the process. The next thing I teach people is nobody actually thinks about you as much as you think about yourself. You know, <laughs> like a lot of us, a lot of us don't start things because we're too worried about what other people think as, as if, you know, as if other people are going to stay up all night thinking how stupid we are or, or, you know, how embarrassing what we did was they don't care. People might think about it for a split second and go, ah, okay. And then they move on with their life because everyone's got their own things to, to deal with in their life. So nobody's going to think about you as much as you think about yourself. So my suggestion is just don't overthink the process. You know, it's very easy to overthink things, especially when you're putting yourself out there. Don't overthink it. Treat content creation almost the exact same way as you would if you were sitting down in front of a client and talking to them about your products or your services or yourself. Because when you're sitting down in front of a client, you're not thinking about those things. When you're sitting down in front of a client, you're just naturally talking about your products or your services or your business. You're trying to add value. You're not sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if he thinks that my voice sounds really strange. You know, or, or I wonder if he thinks that I've got you know, a really big nose. No, <laughs> you don't think about that stuff. So approach content creation the same way. The other thing is, it's a long-term journey. You know, just start off from the very beginning. You know, I wish that I could send you my very first video so that you can have confidence in knowing that everyone starts off in a very similar way. Everyone starts off from the very bottom and they build on that skill set. But that skill set builds. And soon enough, if you practice it long enough, you're going to be able to pick up your phone and just speak to it. You know, and that's, and that's what the incredible prolific content creators like, like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, does. He actually has a team of people following him around and he can be so authentic with his content that he just, he doesn't try to create content. He just tells people, I want you to follow me around as I do what I do throughout the day. That's it. And so he's just hundred percent authentic throughout the day. So just acknowledge the fact that everybody starts off from the beginning and everybody has to build this skill set. It very rarely comes naturally to anybody including myself. And over time, you start to really build that skill set. And it's an important one. You know, it's an important one because we are in the midst of a social media revolution right now. You know, and it's, it's happening right now. It's happened. You know, gone are the days where, you know, you had to hustle behind the scenes and do a hundred different speaking events and, and tour the world just so people can get to know you you can quite literally put out a post today. It could go viral and you could reach people around the world with one post. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying you should expect a viral post, but it's so much easier today to make yourself visible and build yourself as an authority as it was 10, 20 years ago. You know, so everybody should take advantage of this. Now there are some specific platforms that um, have a lot more reach than others, but the best thing about content creation is that you can do all this. You can build your influence. You can position yourself as an authority. You know, you can create compelling content that compels your target audience to engage with you and do business with you. And you can market yourself 
for free. It's incredible. You know, and anybody that owns a business or has owned a business or is in marketing knows what the traditional marketing costs are. They're, they're phenomenal. They're huge. You know, so if you can dedicate just some time, the only dollars that you'll spend is, is really just your sweat equity, just the time you take to create content. And you can do this for free, you know, and just to add one more thing, because I know a lot of people look at others on the platform and say, oh, I can't do what that person does. You know, that person is just a naturally good speaker. They're very confident. Just keep in mind that on social media, especially, nobody wants a $10,000 production, right? Nobody wants a perfect video filmed and you to put out a perfect video. They don't care about that. They can see that on your website. They can see that on YouTube. What they want to see on social media is you in your raw, uncut, unfiltered, uncurated version. You know, they want to get to know you as a human, as a person, because people do business with people. And so if it does look raw, if you don't have the best lighting, you know, if, if your voice doesn't sound great or you feel like your hair is all over the place, it doesn't matter as long as you have that message and you're adding value in that message. Yeah. Just make sure that, you know, you're not doing the video naked. <laughs> you know? Make sure you're dressed appropriately and make sure you try and do the best to, to look presentable. Um, but nobody's going to judge you based on your appearance or the way you sound um, or the way you said a certain word. So just have confidence in knowing that as long as you spread your message and add value in some capacity, you're going to reach your audience. That's beautiful. I really like that. And I think also what is important is that when you share your message, you focus on connecting to your heart and speak from your heart. And this passion is translated into what you are saying because for example, musicians and singers, they could have the best voice in the world, but then if you don't feel the passion, if they are not soulful in their singing, it doesn't have the same impact. So yes. then you have another who hasn't got that amazing voice, but they can sing a phone book and it sounds amazing. So yeah, I think so it's a, but also, as you said, like, you know, practice, practice doesn't make perfect, but practice definitely makes improvement. And also, in the yes. last couple of years, how much you have grown as a person, how many skill sets you have acquired, which are trans transferable into any other business. And also, I think what is important for our audience to understand is that in today's age, acquiring these skills, public speaking skills, being able to articulate correctly, appropriately, it's yep. what is important. Because as you said, having a Hollywood production video and you hire some actors and actresses to be, or actors, they call them now, it's not actresses anymore, um, they, to be in the video. So you have this blockbuster $10,000, $20,000 production, but you are not there. It's yeah, you yeah. sort of one step away. So you're the face of the company, but nobody really truly knows you. And as yeah, you yeah. say, people buy from people at the moment, and the days are finished of the old way of selling where you know cold calling and trying to make 100 calls a day to to close one deal those days are finished now people actually get compelled to buy from you because now they feel they you know they resonate with your message with who you are with what you do you know i mean everybody is out there doing sort of similar thing but why people choose to do business with you is because it resonates. They can connect to your heart. They can understand your values, your beliefs. And they say, not only do I want to do business with um, Ahmad, I also want to be his friend. And I, I have experience also on LinkedIn where I have created some amazing friendships from, as you say, engaging, sending a personal message, having a conversation uh, on a human being level, and then having so many video chats people from United States, from Australia, from India, from Pakistan, from African countries. And I have obviously had many of these people as guests on my podcast as well, but I've created relationships before I had them as guests and also continued to have friendships afterwards. And I think that is very, very important. And as you say, the tribe that you are growing, the, the community, 
people know five people in their community who might need your services or 10 or 50 or 100. And this is how you grow your brand. And all of a sudden you spend zero pennies, zero dollars on your advertising. And you have 20 people using the megaphone, calling your name, your personal brand, saying yes. you should do business with my friend. He's amazing. Go listen to his podcast. Go buy his book. Go buy his course. Have a phone call. Have a chat for an hour, for half an hour, and see how he can help you. But I promise you, I don't vouch for anybody, but this, this is the guy. You should go and talk to him. Yeah, 100%. And, and it happens that way. And, and beautifully said on a number of points. Um, I have experienced many situations where I have put out a piece of content and a piece of content, like you said, you, you just speak authentically, you're being yourself and you're, you're just showing your true self. And I've had people message me saying, I just watched your video. I didn't actually know what you did, but I went to your profile. I had a look at what you did and I'm interested in having a chat to you. You know, so they were not looking for me. I put out a piece of content that they connected with on a human level. And they said, this is someone I want to do business with. Let's see what that person does. They went to my profile, found out what I did, and then reached out to me and said, yeah, I'd like to do business with you. That's powerful. You know, so, so like you said, gone are the days where you have to get um, some actors to, you know, to, you know, pretend to, to be in your business and put on this massive production and, um, you know, be perceived as a certain way. No one resonates with that anymore because you can't relate to it. You know, the actors are always, you know, beautiful people dressed perfectly. You know, it just, it doesn't work that way in reality. In reality, some days we wake up, we've got a bad hair day. You know, we've got a pimple on our nose. You know, it just, that's normal. People want to see you and understand what drives you. You know, and what I really love to hear from people are their stories. You know, that, that really helps me connect with people I haven't met before. And you don't get that from traditional marketing with actors. You get that from you being the face of the business, speaking about it with conviction and talking about what inspired you to start your business or why you're so passionate about helping people with your product or your service. That's the stuff that I want to hear, the real stuff. And that's what people connect with. Talking about being inspired to do something, to start the business, I know you have a mantra could you tell the audience what your mantra is and also what inspired you to transition from sales and real estate and property into where you are today? Yeah. My mantra is your best is yet to come, you know, and it's something that I truly believe in because I have self improvement in my DNA. You know, it's something that I can speak about with conviction because I've been through that process. Um, and to talk about my story, um, look, I come from a, an immigrant family. I have an Egyptian background. Um, when we immigrated from Egypt to Australia, I came, you know, we started off with very humble beginnings. We, we lived in a motel for about six months and, and just, you know, eating scrambled eggs. You know, we were literally just starting from scratch. I came to Australia without understanding a word of English. You know, I could speak Arabic um, and I couldn't speak a word of English. I was, I was thrown into school. Um, and more or less just, you know, tried to adjust. But what I found was between the ages of, let's say, five and probably 15, it was, it was actually a good 10 years. Um, I was bullied pretty heavily in school, um, in primary school and in high school because I was different. You know, I looked different. I sounded different. I was just different, you know, and I was bullied for that um, consistently, daily. Um, and it hurt, you know, it, it really hurt because when you're in your teens, especially that's an age where you start to understand the value that you have, the worth that you have, your self-esteem. And when you're being bullied on a regular basis and you're being told you're worthless, um, that can give you an incredibly low perception and opinion of yourself. And that's what happened to me. You know, so I had incredibly low self-esteem. I had zero confidence to the point that when I was about probably about 15, 16, I got to the stage where I actually could not look people in the eyes when I was speaking to them. You know, that's how much I lacked confidence and that hurt. Um, it, it really, it really did hurt. 
But look, when I was about 18, I decided to get a job. And this was probably around the time that I was studying. I decided to get a job at a pizza place. And um, it was just a pizza. It was just a pizza restaurant down the road. And I was making pizzas and washing dishes. And I had a boss there who was an owner. He was a serial entrepreneur. And he was a really nice guy. Like he would actually spend time trying to mentor me. And he saw something in me that I didn't actually see in myself. And about two years later, when I was about to leave the pizza place, he sat me down and he said, Ahmed, I see something special in you. You know, I really believe in you, but I want you to believe in yourself because I know that you don't, you know, and he was absolutely right. I did not believe in myself. Um, I was still that, you know, that shy, awkward, you know, lacking confidence kid. And he said, I want to give you something. And he gave me something that completely changed my entire trajectory. And what he gave me was a gift that was a 24 disc CD set by Tony Robbins. You know, it was called personal power too. Um, and he gifted me that. And he gave me this little book with it. It was, it was a little yellow book with Tony Robbins on there. In fact, it was so long ago that he was actually Anthony Robbins. <laughs> That's what he was calling himself. Anthony Robbins at that time. And he looked like, I remember looking at the book and I'm like, this guy looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. If he was an accountant, you know, <laughs> you know, he had that Arnold Schwarzenegger type face. He was wearing a business shirt with a tie and the suspenders. He had the Arnold Schwarzenegger haircut. Um, had no idea who the man was, but I was intrigued. I went home and I put on that very first CD. Um, and yes, I said CD that's showing my age. <laughs> um, but as soon as I heard the voice, as soon as I heard Tony Robbins's voice, I knew that this was something different, you know? And so I listened to that first CD. I was hooked. Um, I decided to do that 30 day program religiously. Um, every single day you're supposed to put in a CD and learn a new lesson and do some exercises. And I did that for 30 days straight and it completely changed my outlook on myself and on life at the time. And so that actually began my journey to build confidence and to build courage, which I needed to do. And so what I decided to do was jump out of my comfort zone. Anything that I was fearful of, I said that, you know what, I'm going to tackle it head on um, and I'm going to challenge myself with it. And so things that I was fearful of was speaking, public speaking. Um, and so one thing that I did was I would volunteer to MC weddings. You know, it could be a friend's wedding. I said, look, let me MC your wedding. Or I'd volunteer to do sales presentations. Um, or I'd volunteer to do cold calling. You know, whatever it was. But I would challenge myself to do things that would scare the crap out of me. Because I, I knew that I would actually grow from that. And so I did that for a good 10, 15 years. And when you do that for 10, 15 years, you know, you not only build confidence, but you build absolute resilience and a skill set that's unmeasurable. You know, I... I now am so confident, truly confident with myself that I can speak to you with conviction. I can help other people with confidence. Um, I can teach other people lessons. You know, a lot of people now approach me for advice about things that I, you know, <laughs> struggled to do 10, 15 years ago. Um, and so confidence is a big part of that. Um, and like I said earlier, confidence is having the courage to speak your truth. And I realized that through my journey. Now, the best thing about that journey is I'm now the ambassador for Success Resources. And Success Resources works with people like Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and Tom Bilyeu and a lot of other inspirational people. So my journey started with self-improvement and it's now come back to self-improvement. So I feel like it's done an absolute full circle, which is amazing. And not only have I become truly confident but people now ask me for advice on confidence and I do coaching on confidence. I teach people how to be courageous. I teach people how to present, how to speak well, how to articulate themselves. People reach out to me for that. So, I mean, I've put a lot of work and practice into building that skill set. but from a, something that really means a lot to me that really ties into my mission. And the reason I do this is because of my past and the things that I experienced. So when I see people that have doubt about themselves or their abilities, when I see people that lack confidence or, or don't really 
believe in themselves. I have an obligation to try and help them as in truly try and help them because I not only know what it feels like to feel like you lack confidence or feel like you have so much doubts about yourself and people are judging you and you feel worthless, but also know what it feels like when you turn that around and you can confidently walk into a room and own it or be confident enough to seize any opportunities that come your way. Life is very different and the opportunities are plenty when you have that confidence and belief in yourself, you know, so that's why I do what I do. That's very inspiring. Thank you very much for sharing your from very vulnerable place. I understand I have experience, not as a, you know, being on the receiving end of bullying, but I have experience over 10 years dealing with people who try to commit suicide, especially first few years of career. And a lot of them have, had the problem started from being bullied at primary school at from a very young age. And then obviously there was a sexual abuse and domestic violence issues, but bullying was a big topic. Uh, so I have had experience in helping people, you know, overcome and build confidence as well now, but what was very interesting that you mentioned earlier, and I think the belief in oneself, and also the, the daily positive daily rituals on your personal growth, on your personal development are the key. So they, it doesn't come overnight. There's no like a quick fix. There's no pill that you can take to all of a sudden be confident. And what I really admire about the way you shared is how you felt the fear and you just dive right in and how much you have grown from there, the only way to grow, the only way to become confident, yeah, there is an expression, fake it until you make it. But the fake it aspect is when you actually do make that phone call, when you do say, give me the microphone, I'm going to speak. And you can only improve from where you started. You can, obviously, there's no perfection. We can always improve another step, another step, another level. But practice does make improvement. And if you put yourself, what is important is to show up, to put yourself out there. Unless you do that, no one is going to know your business. Nobody is going to know who you are, what you do. And the, as we said so many times in this interview that days are gone of you trying to do sort of hard selling because nobody's interested in that. And also people want to engage with not celebrities. They just want to engage with ordinary people with the certain set of skills like yourself who has been at the other end of you know feeling probably emotionally physically psychologically very low and you have put in the hours put in the time for personal growth personal development and you have come at the other end so you can you actually walk the walk and also talk the talk so you have this innate personal experience and you are very probably empathic in how people are experiencing you know certain challenges as well which is probably the biggest fear is like the public speaking and everything that goes on in their mindset so what would you say for someone who is just sort of interested in public speaking and starting you know the internal dialogue about I'm not enough, what will people think? What would you recommend like to take as a steps before they take that mic and to go out there and speak? Because people will need to do like a business presentation or make a video for their business. What steps uh, would you recommend to overcome the, um, the fear? It's very easy to talk about something when you know what you're talking about. You know, so I would recommend if you're going to speak about something, just make sure that you know the topic. You've actually got the knowledge. It also helps if you've got the experience in that particular topic as well, so that when you speak, you can actually speak from conviction. You know, just like the story I told you, I know what it feels like to have low self-esteem and low self-worth because I've been there. And so when you hear me talking about it, you hear it in my voice. I speak with conviction and other people feel that they resonate with that. The next thing is make sure that you're passionate about it. If you're passionate about a certain topic, people will sense that passion from you. You know, it's, it's very easy to 
to know when, you know, you see someone on stage and they're talking about something and you don't really believe them because they almost don't believe in a topic themselves. <laughs> you know, you can tell when they're not passionate about it. And if they're not passionate, why would I be passionate about your topic if you're not passionate about it? You know, so make sure you've got the knowledge, the experience, and then the passion about the topic to start off with. The next thing is speaking is a skill. Every single person I know that is a professional speaker to this day, they still get butterflies in their stomach before they speak. I still do, you know, and in fact, the day that I stop having butterflies in my stomach is the day that I'll stop speaking. If you don't have butterflies in your stomach, that means you, you don't care. You know, if, if you don't have the butterflies in the stomach, you've stopped being passionate about talking about whatever you're talking about. Because if you have butterflies, that means that you want to step up to the plate and knock it clean out the park. You want people to understand and resonate with what you're talking about and to leave having learned something. You know, so butterflies are important. They help you actually excel um, on stage. And so embrace that feeling. The next thing is, and this is something that one of my speaking mentors taught me. When you're speaking, as in when you grab the microphone and you head on stage, you may be nervous, but your audience is actually more nervous than you are. You know? And think about that for a second. Your audience is more nervous than you are because they have no idea what to expect. You do. You're the one speaking. You're the one in control. You're holding the microphone. You know what you're going to say. You know what's coming up. They have no idea what's coming up, you know? And so they're in this, they're in this feeling of uh, being a little bit anxious, being a little bit nervous, not knowing what to expect. They're also thinking about, you know, all these other people that are in the audience, um, you know, networking. There's a million things going through their mind. They're not just thinking about you and the way you're going to perform. What they're waiting for is for you to say something compelling, to talk about some sort of message, to teach them something that they don't know. So just focus on that. I would also suggest this. I've had moments previously where I was learning to speak and I knew exactly what I was going to say. I rehearsed it the night before. I was really excited. I knew the exact points. And then I'd get on stage and I'd see everyone looking at me and then everything would just just disappear from my head, you know? And all of a sudden you're like, uh, you have no idea what you're going to say because it just disappeared. I've had those moments before and they're not fun, but from those moments, you learn some skill sets, some habits that you can, you can actually pick up. So some habits that I actually learned is I would really practice and recite my talk, whatever it is I'm going to talk about. I would recite it the day before the morning of whatever it might be. But once I've recited it enough, I know it's in my subconscious. I know there's certain words that are going to trigger uh, me to remember other parts of the talk. The only thing that you need to remember moments before you get up and speak is just maybe the first couple of words. That's it. In your head, just recite the first couple of words. How are you going to start? You might start off with, with a joke or a comment or an observation or a statement, whatever it might be. Just remember what that is because once you start off with that first sentence, you're going to then remember all the other topics that flowed through because you've practiced it. The other thing I would recommend is have a mantra, have a mantra that you repeat to yourself, something that actually empowers you. Now, if you watch people like, um, like Tony Robbins, you know, he has a process that he goes through before he actually gets on stage. He does a little dance. He does a thrust. Um, and that's, triggers something in him to be empowered and to go on stage knowing that he can give it everything. Have something similar to that. Think of a mantra that really empowers you. Um, for me, um, before I get on stage, I actually repeat one word to myself over and over and over and over, you know, and that word is victory. You know, so I say victory, 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 <laughs> victory. And by the time I get on stage, I've probably said that word maybe 50 times in my head and I'm ready because that word to me, because of what I've attached to it, triggers something in me that empowers me and knows that I'm going to succeed in this talk that I'm going to give. So uh, I hope those tips were helpful. That's amazing. Well, thank you very much for sharing. 
now I know we, we don't have much more time because I, I know you have to go soon. So before we leave, um, I have a few last questions. If people want to follow you, if people want to get in touch with you for your coaching services, they want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Thank you, mate. Um, so I'm, I'm active on, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. My handle is the same for all those three platforms. You can find me uh, at the Ahmed Imam. So that's the Ahmed Imam. Um, I am most active on LinkedIn. Um, so please feel free to reach out to me, connect, connect with me, follow me, um, send me a direct message. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to help you out if there's anything I can help you with. But thank you very much for having me on the show. You know, it's, it's always great to share your story and to meet someone by conversation. So I appreciate it. And uh, the only last words that I have are the same words I use with all of my content and that's be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself and others. You are worthy and everyone is worthy. Right? Absolutely. And I understand there is something very special coming up in your sort of webinars and things that you do, I believe is 12th of June and you have a guest, Jay Shetty. Is that correct? It's been a long time coming. Um, so we've been speaking with Jay Shetty for some time and trying to find some way that we can work closely with him. Um, for those that don't know Jay Shetty, he is a former monk. He is a podcaster. He is a social media sensation. He speaks about purpose. Um, he helps people find their drive. And he helps people monetize their passion, which is, which is incredible. Um, he has a social media following now of about 35 million plus. Um, and if that's not impressive, it's, it's also how fast his social media following is growing by. Um, but we are very excited to announce that we're working with Jay Shetty. Um, Jay's actually putting on a webinar um, on the 12th, Friday the 12th. Um, and he's going to be talking about how to find your passion and how to monetize doing what you love to do. Um, so we actually can't wait for that webinar. I know there's going to be a lot of attendees. Um, so if you're interested in finding out more details, please go to success-resources.com.au. Uh, you'll see information about how to register and please don't miss out. It'll be incredible. Well, thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure, Ahmed, to have you on my podcast, The Human Experience. Uh, you are a true inspiration to many, and I know uh, our audience will love this uh, episode. Thank you very much. Thank you, my friend. It was my pleasure.